what do you do if your cat is constantly chewing and scratching itself? Dr. Werber is here to answer just that. I'm Molly and this is Care Experts. Today we are talking about skin issues with cats with Dr. Jeff Werber, a practicing veterinarian for over 40 years. Dr. Werber, thank you for being here. Love being here. So tell us, what are the most common skin issues in cats? When it comes to cats, I think the most common is what we call miliary dermatitis. The problem with cats you know, is, let's go backwards to a dog. Depending on where on the body a particular dog problem is, whether it's lower back, whether it's underneath, whether it's face and ears, you kind of have an idea what it is. Cats aren't so nice to us. In other words, if lower back in a dog, you think fleas. Underneath the groin, you think atopy, which is atopic or inhaled allergens. Um, ears could be overlapping, chewing at the front feet, rubbing the face, you think food allergy. With cat, it's a free range. Anything, any lo location on the body could be a problem. And they also have certain things called um, a, a eosinophilic granuloma complex, which is an, it's a, it's an immune-mediated condition where they will get areas of scabs around the neck and the face, rodent ulcer, um, linear granuloma. These are, are all problems that are responsive to steroids. So the good news is that the, even though you may not be able to know what the source of the allergen is, cats do better than dogs when it comes to treatment. So some of the common um, causes of this kind of skin irritation would be like fleas and ticks, and Fle can it be infection? Actually, it could be infection, fleas. Well, usually first it's the scratching, and then the scratching breaks the skin. Most of the bacteria that will cause a bacterial skin infection are the normal bacteria that live on the skin, but they peacefully cohabitate. But if that skin gets irritated or inflamed, or scratching, ah, that same bacterium now, ah, let's go, moving in for the kill, now we got you. So uh, uh, oftentimes when there's secondary infection, uh, they need that need to be treated as well, as well as treatment for the allergy. So signs we're looking for are excessive scratching or maybe- Scabs, sores, scratching, areas of hair loss, um, uh, inflammation. Um, you'll, you'll see like sometimes actually lesions in the case of the acidophilic granuloma complex. So uh, there, there are anything that's just abnormal, dry, flaky skin, for example. And that could be a sign of there is some imbalance, something that we need to look at, treat, and uh, first diagnose and then treat. So how do I treat my cat's skin problems? It all depends on what the source is. Obviously, if we think it's gonna be fleas, if you see a lot of fleas or flea dirt, you have to control the fleas. Same thing with ticks. Otherwise, we may not know skin scraping will help if, as far as mites. Uh, if ears are involved, we think of ear mites, we think of mange. There's something that we hit, it's called head mange, notoedries. Uh, there's scabies, sarcoptes, sarcoptes mites. So these are all things that are diagnosed first through skin scrapings, skin biopsy sometimes. And then once we know this, the, the, the exact disease, then we can treat accordingly. That makes a lot of sense. Right. Now, I know there's a lot on the market um, of foods that are designed for cats to have healthy skin. Do these work? The foods that are gonna help are, first of all, it's just a good balance of essential fatty acids. Uh, when cats have dry skin, uh, we obviously there's something lacking in the diet. So we wanna rebalance the imbalance and those are you know, choosing the right foods. Cats can also have food hypersensitivity. So if, you, if, a, if a food was recently changed, and since that change, now we're seeing a problem, you gotta think, okay, very likely it's that food. Let's go to plan B and, and choose a different food. Um, if the food has not been changed, and all of a sudden we're seeing a problem, I would then think of allergy 
um, something that may be changing in, the, in the, the cat itself, adding some essential fatty acids. So again, if there's a, a sudden change, but it's not related to food, I think it's time to see your veterinarian for an exam to really examine the skin and see what's going on. Okay, excellent. And then the big question, should I bathe my cat? So yes and no, as you like that for an answer. All right, to be, cats often need bathing. Uh, if they are having a skin problem, if they have secondary skin infection, if they have dry, flaky skin, baths could help. Now, uh, is it easy to bathe a cat? Uh, not so easy. Now, some do great. Some do great, but some just do not like water. And just because they groom themselves, not, that's not enough of a solution. So uh, you may need the help of a professional, your veterinarian or a professional groomer that is comfortable with bathing cats. What I recommend, however, is when you get a young cat, you have a kitty, get them start using by putting, doing the kitchen sink. Just let water run very lightly on them and, and just lather gently, you know, soap them up. Just don't, don't freak them out. Um, what I recommend also, you've heard of the term scruffing a cat. Mm -hmm. All right, when you are bathing a cat, uh, as long as you always keep a hand on that scruff, they seem to be more receptive to being bathed. But if you take your hand off that cat, you're now chasing the cat down the hall because that cat's out of there. The wet cat down the hall. The wet cat, <laughs> soppy wet, right. So um, in addition to whether we should bathe them or not, do you have any suggestions on how often we should bathe our cats? Well, the, the worst thing you wanna do is ask your cat because they'll say <laughs> never. Um, but it, depending on, on the condition, on the length of hair, as I said, the domestic short hairs, the short haired cats need less often. What about flea and tick medication? So how often should I be giving my cat that? Uh, it all depends on the medication. Uh, the ones that I like the best are the, the monthly. Uh, some of the topicals work well. There is a, a new group called the isoxazolines uh, that could be very effective. There are only two that are licensed for cats. One is a, a topical and the other one is an oral, uh, both very effective. Avoid in my opinion, anything over the counter for cats, even if it says safe for cats, check with your veterinarian. Uh, cats are extremely sensitive to the pyrethrins and the pyrethroids, which are synthetic pyrethrins. And some of them can be deadly. Uh, there have been products on the market that have to be pulled off the market. I personally don't trust any of them. Check with your vet first. That makes a lot of sense. So if my cat is starting to lose hair, why would that be? Uh, again, is it scratching? So the losing hair itself is a sign there's something going on, but it doesn't really clearly tell us what. Is the skin dry and flaky? Uh, do you see fleas or flea dirt on the body? Um, is there irritation? Is there redness? So these are things you have to look at and then treat accordingly. Once you have a diagnosis, uh, if you see stabs and scores and intense itching, there's something great for testing cats and it's called a pinopetal reflex, okay? And what you do is if you see scabs or sores around the head or neck, what you do is take your finger and just gently, gently tickle the edge of his ear, okay? If that back leg starts going like crazy, that is called a pedal, ear pinna, pedal reflex. And that is a sign likely that there is possibly, likely a mite infestation. Well, that's a good trick. Yeah. <laughs> We're all gonna be at home tickling I'm our tickle, cat's ears. Tickling your cat's ears. <laughs> Um, okay, so how do I know the difference? Let's say I'm petting my cat and I feel like a lump or a bump. How do I know what it is? Is it a tumor? Is it just a bump? Is it a lump? How do we know? It, to, when you're petting and see a lump, I, I would recommend all lumps being checked by a veterinarian. It could be a wart, it could be a cyst, 
benign, uh, both of those. Uh, it could be an early type of cancer. Um, if it's here in the neck, it could be a lymph node. Mm -hmm. So don't ignore any lumps or bumps. So Dr. Werber, uh, can you tell me what FHS is? So FHS is feline hyperesthesia syndrome. Hyperesthesia, you've heard of anesthesia, that's no feeling. Hyperesthesia is excessive feeling. So you touch them and all of a sudden they quiver. So when they have, for example, if you have a cat who has flea infestation and you just tickle their back gently, or we talked about the ear tip thing, that in a sense is a hyperesthesia. They are overly sensitive to things that normally wouldn't cause so much sensitivity. Well, you know what time it is. It's time for myth or okay. fact. All right, Dr. Werber. So myth or fact, cats hate water and we should never bathe them. Okay, so there's the truth there. Many cats, maybe most, hate water, but absolutely need to be bathed. Uh, so it is a myth that they should not be bathed. They should be bathed when there's a problem. Now, cats do groom themselves and oftentimes can take care of themselves, but uh, when there's any kind of skin problem, when to prevent a skin problem, allergies, fleas, et cetera, uh, it is sometimes the treatment of choice or part of the treatment is going to be some bathing. All right, fantastic. So next one, myth or fact, uh, cat skin disorders are often signs of underlying internal disease. There are many uh, diseases that, yes, an imbalance in the body. Uh, for example, we talk about dry skin disorders, mm -hmm. can be a vitamin deficiency. There are things that, that may be related. We call it, it's, it's, a, it's a, a skin manifestation of an internal or metabolic disease. So uh, yes, it, is, uh, it, it often is, that's true. There are signs now all the time, no. Sometimes mm -hmm. like I said, it could be a, a flea, it could be an allergy. There are other things that it could be, but uh, there are many times it might be related to some nutritional or metabolic imbalance. So not quite a myth, but not always a fact. Correct. So that brings me to my next one, myth or fact, cats groom themselves so we never have to brush them. Brushing is very essential. And first of all, many cats like it. I had a cat one, it was a, it was a, a ragdoll, and he saw that brush coming. He would literally on his back, just like that. Okay, brush me, do it, do it. And uh, so they, they do a great job. Short-haired cats, again, short-haired cats can do much better because they don't usually mat. But long, medium hair and long hair cats will get matted and the cats will try and try to get rid of the mats and they can't. And then they keep licking and grooming even more. Then they start increasing the skin problem because they're over licking. It's a, it's a vicious cycle. So good brushing by us is also an essential uh, part cat health grooming uh, procedure. So myth, that last one, 100% yes. myth. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for clearing it up for us, Dr. Werber, and thank you for being here. Thanks for watching. All of our featured care experts recommend and accept the Care Credit credit card, which is accepted at hundreds of thousands of provider locations nationwide. Visit carecredit.com for more information. Thanks for joining us on Care Experts with Care Credit. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with friends and family. And stay tuned for new episodes every week. Through October 31st, 2023, earn an entry for your chance to win $5,000 in the Let's Get Digital sweepstakes. Enter the secret word hairball in the sweepstakes hub to earn one entry now. Head over to the sweepstakes hub by simply visiting carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital.
No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 United States, D.C. and U.S. territories, 18 years of age or older, who have a Care Credit credit card as of 9-12-2023. Void where prohibited. Starts 9-13-2023, ends 10-31-2023. For official rules, including odds, free method of entry, and prize descriptions, visit carecredit.com forward slash let's get digital. Sponsor Synchrony Bank. All information, opinions, and recommendations discussed in this episode are for your information only. We believe the information sources are generally reliable, but because of possible human or mechanical error by the sources, Synchrony or its affiliates, including CareCredit, does not provide warranty to the accuracy, quality, or completeness of the information or any results obtained from it. Any statement or opinions in this episode are the doctor's alone, and included data was current to the time of creating this episode. Please consult your own advisors before using any of this information. Pet insurance coverage offered and administered by Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, is underwritten by American Pet Insurance Company, a New York insurance company headquartered at 6100 4th Avenue South, Suite 200, Seattle, Washington, 98108, or Independence American Insurance Company, a Delaware insurance company located at 11333 North Scottsdale Road, Suite 160, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85254. Pets Best Insurance Services, LLC, California agency number 0F37530, is a licensed insurance agency located at 10840 Ballantine Commons Parkway, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28277. Each insurer has sole financial responsibility for its own products. Please refer to your declarations page to determine the underwriter for your policy. Terms and conditions apply. See your policy for details.